Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome back to another episode of Reality. Shorter episode today, but don't you worry, we are still going to run through all the gossip. My nails are black again because I attended the Black Panther Wakanda Forever premiere. Well, I didn't have to put my nails black, but I wanted to do it because I'm kind of enjoying it these days. So um, watch the film. It was really, really good. Obviously, I'm not going to spill anything. I'm not going to spoil anything because I am notorious for doing that. But all I can say is there were tears at the end, like real life tears for me. But the red carpet was really fun as well, actually. Saw loads of people there. Obviously, all the stars from the film, Letitia Wright, Michaela Cole, obviously saw like other people there like Stormzy, Dave, whatever. And the after party was good fun too. Lots going down in the VIP. We had a real, real good time. Now in the world of reality TV, there's actually only really one show that I've been watching. Um, and that's been I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Not gonna lie. I think previous seasons of I'm a Celebrity, like I have watched it, but I don't like watch it properly. And I feel like this year I'm really, really glued. I'm loving the cast this year. I feel like the fact that they're back in Australia after two years has made such a big difference. Just the set looks different, just where they're doing the trials, everything. It just feels like the show is back to normal again. And like I said, the cast, my good friend Scarlett Douglas has gone in this show. And can I just say, Scarlett did not tell me she was going on this show. So about three weeks before the rumours started circulating online about the rumoured cast members, me and Scarlett actually hosted an event together. And... It was a long day. Like, I was over from like 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Then after 5 p.m. we went to get some drinks and we had a conversation and we said, oh, like, would you ever go on reality TV? I was like, oh, you know, maybe I would like in the future. Who knows? And I was like, would you ever do it? She's like, mm, not sure. I was like, what about Big Brother celebrity? But Big Brother's coming back. And she was like, oh, I don't know if I'd like to be like in a in a house or like in a space with loads of people. I just don't know if I could do it. Or I was like, what about I'm a celeb? She's like, mm, not sure. And there she is. <laughs> and there she is but look Scarlett is doing a great job I do actually predict that she'll get far or even win because Scarlett has a lovely soul and I feel like in the jungle we're already seeing her like kind of being the peacemaker kind of being just a friendly face but one thing I'll say about Scarlett is you know don't try and walk all over her she's not gonna have it but I can really really see her winning 
that show. Also, great to see Boy George in the jungle. I'm really enjoying him. He is like, you know, I love it when they put a diva in there. Put a diva in the jungle and see how they cope. But I've actually got a list, right? This is all rumors, online speculation, but this is apparently how much the celebs are being paid this year to star in I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. So Boy George is apparently getting paid 500,000 pounds. Mike Tyndall, 265,000. Chris Moyles, 200,000. Sean Walsh, 130,000. Olivia Atwood, <gasps> did you hear about what happened to Olivia? 125,000. Now, I'm sure you know that Olivia is no longer in the jungle. Um, she was great in episode one, by the way. And the day after episode one, I start seeing all these reports pop up in social media saying, oh my gosh, Olivia has quit. Now that, oh, I, I don't feel like Olivia would quit the show because I've read previous articles which have basically said that, you know, she's been trying to get on the show for years. She's, you know, made history being the first Love Islander to get on that show. So I don't think she'd just leave because it's a big opportunity. But apparently it's something to do with health checks and the medics of the show said that, look, she couldn't continue and apparently she wanted to go back in. That's really, really sad. Um, she put a statement out on her Instagram stories, which basically said that it was out of her control. Um, and that basically, you know, she'll soon tell us the full story of what actually happened. I don't know what happened, but Olivia Atwood apparently paid 125,000 pounds. It's also being reported that Olivia will still walk away with all that money, despite the fact that she was on the show for just one day. Well, she wasn't on the show for just a day, let's be real. She would have isolated as well. And then, you know, all the stuff before the show, but I, I would have been gutted, man, gutted. I would have been absolutely gutted. Um, <laughs> not me going through everyone's bank account here. Like, so that person's getting paid this, that person's getting paid this. <laughs> um, but yeah, other contestants on the show, like I said, Charlene White's on there, Scarlett Douglas, Baba Tunde um, is doing really, really well. He is just funny. Obviously he's a stand-up comedian, so as you can imagine, he's gonna be giving it the bants. There was a scene where Baba Tunde and Owen, <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene where Babatunde and Owen were getting in the shower, right? And Babatunde backed off his top and he said, yeah, I've got a dad bod and what? Representing for the dad bods. Representing, it's not everyday six pack. Please and thank you very much. Owen's doing really, really well. Obviously, Owen is the guy in the camp who's just a bit ditzy. Um, we're not quite sure if he fully knows a lot of things yet, but that's fine. You know, we are enjoying him being 100% naive. And apparently Matt Hancock is getting paid 400,000 pounds to start in this year's series of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Oh, is that the reward you get for cheating on your wife? Oh, no, sorry, that mustn't be it. Uh, is that the reward you get um, for when we're in a national lockdown, telling people they can't see their loved ones and, and attend their funerals, but actually behind closed doors, you're getting jiggy with your colleague? Oh, just asking for a friend. <laughs> but look, Britain, let's do one thing. Let's get together, doesn't matter who you are, gender, race, let's get together and vote for this man to do all the Bush Tucker trials, please and thank you very much, because he deserves it. He deserves to eat some kangaroo cock. What was, oh, sorry, it's in his name, isn't it? I'm sorry, oh God. And you know me, you know I love the drama. Now, I was watching last night's episode of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, and I saw a bit of friction between Boy George and ITV newsreader Charlene White. Now, Charlene Wright didn't actually do anything wrong. Boy George just felt that Charlene Wright was being a bit bossy in the camp because, you know, she I think she's taken the mother role in the camp where she's cooking and kind of like, 
yeah, being in charge, which is probably her nature. But Boy George doesn't like authority. He called her, what's it, bossy boots. Oh, bossy boots, and complains that she's trying to be too controlling. Now, I just think that Boy George, again, like I said, he doesn't like people bossing him about. But at the end of the day, I feel like every single year on I'm a Celebrity, someone has to take that role. And I feel like Charlene's doing nothing wrong. But I do wonder how things are going to progress over the next couple of weeks, because Charlene won't change the way she is. And I don't think Boy George is going to change the way he is. So, yeah, interesting to see how things are going to pan out with Boy George. I'm loving the fact that he's quite bold. I think out of everyone else in that camp, he will say what he thinks. It's very early days. That was episode two. And he's just like, I don't like her when she does that. For real, bring it, bring the realness. I am here for it. Now, you know, in the last episode of reality, I had Timmy and Zeta in the studio. I uh, Love Island USA winners. And I'm not gonna lie, since then, we've actually, I hanged out with them quite a few times. We went, we went out in Mayfair. That same day, actually, when we filmed that episode, we went out for, for dinner in Mayfair. And then we went partying. So as you can imagine, we all got wild. We all got turned. My hangover the day after was the worst, but I think I've just grown to realize how much I love those two. They're just so like genuine and friendly. And then we went out again um, for Halloween. They didn't dress up though. I mean, I didn't really dress up. I just had like a, <laughs> a neck. What's those things when the spikes come out of your neck? Anyways, that was all I did. And my nails were black, but yeah. We went out for Halloween. We went to, what did we go? We went to Soho House and we partied again. And that was Timmy's last night in London. So. I'm a bit sad that Timmy's left. Even when we left the club, I said, oh guys, can't we just go and get dinner? It was like a late night dinner. It was like 4 a.m. And I said, no, Timmy's leaving. Um, and I know that Zeta's sad that Timmy's leaving. I haven't got a guest today. So I want to try and call Zeta and see if she's going to pick up. Wish me luck. Right, Zeta, come on, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Zeta! Woo! How are you, babe? You okay? Yeah, I'm lovely. How are you? Good. Can't get rid of you. Literally. Yeah, as you She's already back. <laughs> She's back, baby. She's back. Zizi, I was just talking about our two crazy nights out that we had. First of all, I miss Timmy. Oh, my gosh. You miss Timmy. Imagine what I'm going through. I'm heartbroken. We had such fun. Okay, let's talk about night one. So it was, remember, we filmed the podcast and we said in the studio, we're going to go out tonight. And you didn't believe me because you were like, oh, come on, Will, are you actually going to do it? And I said, no, 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 no. I contacted my promoter contact. Remember, we had dinner. We went out to a nightclub. We had such a fun time. Yeah, and I'm so proud of you. And the reason why I was like, are you sure you're going to go is because... Everyone in LA knows this. It's such a thing in LA to be called LA Flaky. So it's like LA, LA people literally like, yeah, we're gonna go out, we're gonna go out. And then like the time comes, we're like, oh, actually, like such and such came up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm down. I thought I was with my London babes for a second. You forgot you we're was back home, home, baby. We're going out, babes. We're going out. If we say we're going out, we're going out. So, yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, we went We went for dinner. Food yeah. was nice. And I feel like even at the dinner table, the wave was waving because, okay. you know, and I was, you saw me like deteriorate, didn't you? Because I was like, I was like, yeah, cool. Then the wine kept on coming, the wine kept on coming, the wine kept on coming. And before yeah, you know yeah. it, we were on our way to the club. 
And wait, remember when we were walking to the club, remember there was, and I think I might be able to show you some footage of when we were walking on our way, me, um, you, Timmy, and promoted Jim just on the streets of Mayfair, living it up. And then Timmy nearly getting run over. He's like, oh, I think I could drive here. I'm like, no, babe, it's gonna take you a second to get used to it. Because like, obviously in America, it's switched. Like we drive on different sides of the road. So when he was walking, he just forgot. Like he thought like, oh, I'm gonna be able to see the car coming. And so what was he, he saying? He was like, yo, I'm here, baby. I'm here. What was he? He's like, yo, man, I, man, I feel like a king out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're about to get run over. <laughs> And no, we had such a good time in the club. We were dancing like no tomorrow. And honestly, I do not remember the end of the night. And then we went out Halloween, I think. That was that was Timmy's last night, I think, wasn't it, in London? Um, went out in Shoreditch House, then we went for dinner. And I'm just sad that the guy's gone, man. I'm not gonna lie. How are you feeling now Timmy's, Timmy's left you and gone back to the States? Uh, yeah, it's like... He and I are like both such independent people, so we're very good about being like, okay, we're not we're not with each other. Like, what can we get done whilst we're not with each other? But it's just difficult because we get so much done together as well. So it's just it's actually been been like quite sad. I don't think I'd be this sad. I really didn't. I was like, okay, I'm gonna miss him, but I'm gonna see him like soon enough. It'll be fine. But when he left, like I was actually sad. Like actually feeling like a bit depressed. I was like, not me. Yeah, I miss him. And then like when I FaceTime him, like it's really nice, but then I'm like, oh, I just wish I could like hug you. So oh. you know how we are when we're together. Yeah. So what's the plan for you? Are you going to be back and forth between London and the US? Are you, what's the plan? Because obviously you are going to miss him. So like, do you guys, plan, do you guys plan to move in together? Like fully at one point? Like, how do you feel about that? Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think, I don't think we're going to move in together anytime soon. I do think that we, like, we think in very, like, grand terms and we're like, oh, like, maybe we'll move in together once, like, buy a house together. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. If, if the money starts flowing in, like, you know, like crazy next year, something, maybe that that's what we'll move towards. But I don't think we're going to get, like a, like, a flat together. Yeah. And yeah. let's talk about the real struggles of, like, a long-distance relationship. Because, like you said, that, you know, when you FaceTime him, it's like, oh, man, like, great to see you, but I wish I could physically touch you. Like, how are you dealing with a long-distance relationship right now? Yeah, um... Again, like I said, like, because we're both so independent mm. and we're so good at communication, I don't really feel like, you know, just so, so distant from him. And I'm always just like a 10 hour flight away. I know to other people are like, what? Ten hour <laughs> just, just. To me, it's like that. Like when I get on, when I, I'm literally like 20, 30 minutes from Heathrow, I get on there. I get on the plane, I, I watch some films, I eat, I wake up, I'm in Los Angeles. So yeah. I don't feel, it doesn't feel too bad for me. And we FaceTime every single day and we text all day. So it's like, it's, I always feel like I'm just, you know, chatting to him all the time. But yeah, it's just when that physical part hits you, you're just like, oh my God, like it's really, really strong. You're like, I need to touch him right now. Like mm. that's is really difficult. Like, I, I don't know if I can get used to that feeling. 
Yeah. And one thing I've always like realised of like reality stars and even Love Islanders is that you guys have gone through such a unique experience in a sense where you've just been on a really, really big show and come off. And like I know from UK Islanders, like they have kind of like a support group of like the finalists and like they're all in a group chat. Like, do you have like away from Timmy, like do you have like a support group of your fellow finalists and Islanders that you were on the show with? Yeah, so we've got a group chat, of course. We like all the girls just chatting there all the time, like Courtney, Maddie, uh, Deb, and uh, like we're always just sending chats back, back and forth about everything that's going on. Like we're chatting shit, we're crying, we're laughing, like, <laughs> like all the time. And like here, obviously, I'm eight hours ahead in LA. So yeah, I'll like send something 11 a.m. in the morning, it's 3 a.m. there, and they'll hit me back at like 6 a.m. <laughs> Oh, Those delayed responses. The late delayed responses, but we're always chatting, so it's really, really nice. Like, but, I mean, if we could release those text messages, people would be thoroughly entertained. <laughs> what sort of things do you talk about? Just everything. We chat about Island goes that are being a bit cringy right now on their social medias, or like what's like we chat about everything. We chat about just juicy golf. What they heard when they went to the Halloween party. Never believe who I saw. What they was doing. Like we just chat about everything. Yeah. And yeah. what what's been going on with them over there? Like, have they been like? Obviously, you've had your experience over here. Like, have they been partying? Have they been mingling? Like, what have they? What have the rest of the cast been up to? Do you know? Um. Well, I know Courtney. She's been she's been working yeah. a lot. Get her money up and you know, modelling and doing a whole lot of stuff. So she's all right. She did She did just talk about going through, like, a little depression moment after leaving the no. island. A lot of people don't talk about, like, coming from such a high from the island to just, like, yeah. you know... Yeah, if you're not just straight into things, it can really, really hit you. So I'm actually really proud of her for, like, chatting about that. Yeah, that must be really tricky, because as you say, like, you know, just being on, like, such a big TV production is like, snap, 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 and then you're back home in your bed and you're like, hmm. Yeah. You're like, odd. what now? What now? Yeah, yeah. and I, I think uh, quite a few of the Islanders have gone through that, and obviously, like, I was... Mama Z on the island, and so I feel like you know I, I'm just trying to be that helping hand Aww. on my there too. Yeah, but honestly, they're doing well right now. I think it was just like immediately coming off the island. It was a bit like a bit strange, which you know I do think everyone should know that it's not just like oh excitement, excitement, excitement. Like you know your mental health can can suffer a bit. But that's you know? what people think. People think that you know going to Love Island ah it's just roses. Yeah, yeah. I think that's everybody's thought process. And that's why when people ask me, like, you know, they're casting season five um, USA now. Mm. And people are like, oh, like, what should I expect? And I'm like, just be mentally prepared. Like, just try and be in the best headspace that you can be in before you go on the show. Because if you think that going on the show is going to fix your problems or make you happier, it's definitely the opposite like you have to go on with a strong mindset and just not be attached to any outcome that happens i think if you go on not being attached to the outcome yeah you have a good experience but oh. if you go in there thinking like oh, i'm gonna get this i'm gonna get that it's gonna be like this like so i think the key thing you're talking about here is expectations yeah. so is that people expecting that life is going to be a certain way after but kind of exactly. almost going in with with no plan and just kind of going in to enjoy it and 
not expecting X, Y, and Z after. Exactly. Exactly. I think if you're going on Love Island, you should try to have something that you're already passionate about. Mm. You know, so that when you go on, like, hopefully it can enhance that. Hopefully you can find love. Hopefully you can find a Timmy. Um, but like, you know, hopefully it can enhance that. So when you get off, you know, you can just get back to what you was doing and like incorporate everything that you gained on the island into the shit that you was already doing. Yeah. But yeah, if you're going on there, just expecting it to change your life or to change, you know, it's, it's, it's just not like that. But it kind of does change your life to a degree. No, doesn't it? Because, you know, when we were out on both nights, people were stopping you and Timmy saying, oh, my gosh. And you guys are in the UK. So that shows that even if you were in another country, not the US, people would still stop you. So it changes your life a bit, though, doesn't it? It definitely changes your life a bit. But in the way that people may think, it's like, yeah, that's so nice. People are coming up to Timmy and I'm not going to be I'm very happy with, with with my life post island. But I feel like that's because I was happy with my life pre-island mm. that's the point that i'm trying to make like it's it's so lovely that people come up to us but after that what else is keeping you happy mm. do you know what i mean like yeah it changes your life people know you etc etc but like happiness really is an internal job you've got to be internally happy Otherwise, people coming up to you after and just knowing you, like, it's not going to do anything for you. It's mm. going to be cool in that moment, but then you go back home to yourself at the end of the day. And but that's what a lot of people want. Some people feel like maybe, you know, that would make them feel happier if everyone just knows who they are and, like, likes them. No. It's, it's not. It's, for me personally, if that's what you base your happiness on it can always be stolen from you because like that drake line how long they choose to love you will never be your decision so it's like if that's what you're going to base your happiness on then babes uh, i hate to break it to you that could be snatched from you so quickly so you you don't want to do that it will be fun it has been fun but for me like i said my happiness came pre and that's why I gave myself permission to go on the show and i just really hope that that's what other people are doing before they go on there because yeah, if that's what you're basing your happiness on, like, it can always be taken. I never want to base my happiness on something that could be stolen or robbed from me, you know, whenever someone else decides to. If people say, like, I don't like Zita tomorrow, now what? Yeah. I'm just sat depressed because no one likes me. Like, no, I was all right before you liked me. I love that you like me, but if you don't like me anymore, I'm, st I'm still doing me. I'm still happy, you know? Yeah, but you've got to be thick-skinned. And I feel like on your blog recently, did, were you not talking about anxiety recently as well? Yeah. That's really, yeah. really important that you're speaking about that because, I, again, I think, Aziza, people will look at you and be like, wow, she's so beautiful. She's so confident. She's just come off one of the biggest TV shows in, in the world. How could she even experience that? How is that even a possibility when people look? And, and you know, look, I'm talking as though I'm, I'm pretending like I don't know you. I'm talking as a viewer. You might think she, she's just got it all. Like, how could you even experience that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't stop. It gets worse. <laughs> like, it, it gets worse when, when you're known by the public. Like, even we've we done our interview um with timmy and you know i had people writing me being like just be careful what you say you know because i spoke about you know how i didn't think i would win as a as a dark-skinned woman in the uk and people were like a bit anxious for me that i had said that and if i didn't have you know the strong 
blood in me that I have, like I would start to just second guess and question myself and be like, oh my goodness, like, did I say something wrong? Should I not have said it? All this kind of stuff. So it's like your anxiety, it it, it rises when you reach these, these sort of levels. So you truly, truly like, that's why I'm such a huge spiritual person. And I think that's why my blog is going the distance with a lot of women. It's such a community of people just being vulnerable on there and sharing their things. And it's really such a release for me. And it helps me with my anxiety. But yeah, it just it just grows bigger. It doesn't stop. Like you have to really figure out who you are spiritually, how you feel about yourself, and what you think about this life and the things that you're doing and how you're treating people in order to be internally happy. It's so much bigger than going on a show and people knowing you and you know, XYZ. Like it's just an internal job and i talk about that you know on my blog with anxiety as well which a lot of people in the comments have said that it's truly helped them it's just nice to know that you're not the only one going through it, it doesn't matter how glamorous your life may seem to the public eye like you're just a human yeah and it's so important that you're doing that because i guess for you it's like a way to offload off your chest and also like help people as well like um, and i think that's quite a unique case because I know a lot of people who have come off like reality shows in Love Island and they don't even want to say anything. Like, so they are scared to post. People have told yeah. me they're scared to post, they're scared to tell anyone how they feel because they feel like any word they say can just be like, you know, misconstrued or like taken out of context. So actually what you're doing is the opposite to a lot of people. So it's, and it's good because you're saying, I'm not going to be a slave or a prisoner to this world of influencing or reality TV. I'm still going to talk my stuff. Whereas oh, yeah. a lot of people are going the other way and they're like, look, I've got like a million followers now. I'd rather not say anything in case I offend anyone or if I ruin my bag. And that's what I'm about to go into. I think people are like, well, I can't speak because I'm ruining my bag. And I guess that person who messaged you and said, oh, be careful what you say. You can't say that. You know, you can't say that because I'm a black woman. Maybe they're thinking, oh, but if you say that, then you're going to lose out on brand deals or on financial opportunities. But then what's wrong with speaking your truth? What's wrong with saying how you feel? Because that's coming from your heart. 3,000%. I always say 1,000%, but I'm going to say 3,000%. I think that that fear has just, like, created this, this space where people don't speak their truth and we just need so many more people speaking their truth like even i'm actually going to bring up molly may like she's got such a huge fan base with her youtube fans and they love her because she's on there just like saying everything that's going on that's not so perfect and i just feel like if there were more creators or influencers like that it's just people would understand like oh like it's not a scary thing like we're all going through a sa the same variation of different things do you know what i mean mm. so it's like yeah I i'm not a, i'm not scared at all to, to speak my truth i'm really happy at how much it's been liberating people and people have been able to share their own stories and you know, I just think it's a beautiful thing. Like people are like, oh, her blog's still a business. Yes, but I always say I'm in the business of being vulnerable. Mm. And, you know, and I love that. I really, really do. I'm not a prisoner, as you said. Like, whenever I'm feeling something, I'm able to go chat to people on my blog and be like, 
this is what's going on. This is what happened with that brand deal. This is what happened that made me feel, this is what happened why I haven't released this video. This is what, and I just get to release it and I'm free. Mm. You need to live this life free. You cannot be in a prison. And I think a lot of people do that and just why. Yeah. Who gives it? <laughs> exactly. And how are you like navigating the world of influencing now? Because it's a, one thing I've always been told from like Islanders is that, you know, when you leave the show, it may take like a couple of months for you to even get paid because like, let's just say if someone gives you a job a month after, the invoicing process could take like, what, another month and a half and then you finally get paid. Like, what is the reality of that? Like, like, is it quite frustrating at times? Is it as easy as people think it is? Is it like, what is that whole process of now taking a step into this world of influencing? Um, For me, I actually was just talking about this, like, I feel like it's so easy for people to look at other people's jobs and say, oh, that's so easy, like, this is all they do, like, you know, I've seen comments people being like, um, you know, like, why are people paying for Zeta's blog, like, it, all she does is write and you guys pay for it, like, and it's like, for me, sorry, my ring light's gone on, and I just, do I look okay? Yeah, you I look, look fine, okay. that's right. <laughs> yeah, people... <laughs> paying for this why are they paying for this because she's just writing etc etc but like influencing is not as easy as it seems like i've gotten you know gigs and like i'm talking to my agent who gets me the gigs and i'm like so what so what i have to set up this i have to do this i have to do that i have to do this sometimes i'm like for the money's sake i like what i'm doing but sometimes i'm like it would be so much easier to just be like i'm going to subway today and i know what i'm doing i know how to make the sandwich mm. i get it done i do my hours and i go home like being a creative is actually like it's tedious it's not it's, it's not as easy as, as people may think and i think every single job in the world has its things if you prefer to do that then go on and do that mm. <laughs> don't chat about it being easier for somebody else like with what they're doing yeah. so yeah it's been it's been very interesting navigating the new influencer world because i never thought that i'd become an influencer uh so yeah i actually talk about that on my blog how i'm just trying to do it the best way that i can mm. for me to not let that anxiety build up but yeah the paychecks they come it you know I've got jobs lined up and I'm shooting for those, but yeah, I'm probably not going to be paid till like January. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it takes time to, you know, start getting your, your money set up. And yeah. Then, yeah. And how does it feel being back in the UK, like integrating yourself into this space now? Yeah, it's actually, it's actually been interesting because I've been here and my team has sent me to like so many things that was happening in Los Angeles and mm. I'm like I'm, I'm missing out on those and I'm in London oh man and, yeah exactly and so now I'm just trying to make sure that I get you know all my ducks in a row in London too because I definitely want to be working here as well I don't want to just be like it's so lovely being with my family but like <laughs> the money doesn't like the bills don't sleep the yeah so it's like, yeah, when I'm here, I definitely want to make sure that I'm, you know, making money and going to the events that I need to be going to. And, you know, yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah. And one thing I noticed after spending time with you and Timmy is that you two really, really like each other. I think you understand that, you know, it's still new, but you really are taking time to get to know each other, care about each other. Um, and, you know, 
look, I've been around different Love Island couples before, but I can really see that you two are genuine. I can see that it's just a natural spark. And I think experiencing that, and I'm saying this, and I wouldn't say this if I, if I didn't think it was true. Um, it is what it is. So how are you feeling about your relationship with Timmy now? Yeah, with Timmy, it just keeps going from strength to strength. It's actually spooky. Like, he uses that word a lot, and it's so funny to me, so now I'm using it. But um, he's just my best friend. And I think that's, that's like, your dream, to you know, to be with someone, like, to just be with your best friend. And that's, that's why it just keeps going from strength to strength. Like, every day I get to know him more, it's way better than it was in the villa, and it felt strong then. So, yeah, I think that's just what people see is just, like, two best friends who, like, snog and do other stuff. But like, Sorry, what other stuff? I couldn't hear it cut out. What other stuff? I couldn't hear it cut out. <laughs> I said, I think. <laughs> We're waiting. what you know other people may, may feel when they're looking at us and they're like oh like their chemistry is so good it's just two best friends who snog and do other stuff you know so like yeah that's just that's just what you're seeing the, the vibrations are high they're high interesting you know? And, and I'm happy that you've got the chance to do other stuff. Because you know what? It must have been hard. It must have been hard, you know, like being on a show like Love Island because you can't just do other stuff, can you? You know, yeah. not regularly or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if you did. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's good that, you know, you can spend time and like be intimate with each other now. Oh, yeah. It's so nice to be intimate with no cameras around because, like, yeah. Obviously you lot must have been like rabbits when you got back after that show. Like, yes, no cameras. Let's go, baby. No, but you know what? We weren't because I've, you know, I've blogged about my celibacy and all that stuff. But, you know, as time has progressed, you know, that's, yeah. Good. Just... And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. But I want to ask you a question. Um, Bit off topic. So you know the celebrations box, chocolates that we get every single year for Christmas. Don't tell me you've got one. The celebrations box. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so Zita, you know they're removing the bounty chocolates. Bounty. How do you feel? I feel ecstatic because Ooh. I was never a fan of the bounty. Oh, However, my mum is a huge fan of the bounty and she is so upset. She is so upset. Like I was jubilating. I've never liked it. Do you like bounty? Bounties are beeping disgusting. They're disgusting. Like for me, yeah. You do not need to have any coconuts, nuts in chocolates. It's irrelevant. No. That is how I it's how I feel about on pizzas. You do not yeah. need pineapples or fruits on pizzas. It's unnecessary. It ruins everything. There is a reason why whenever it's Christmas and you go back into the kitchen and the only thing left are bounties, there's a reason why everyone's eating everything else and those are the only ones left. No, I completely agree, but why some people are upset, you know? I'm curious. They are disgusting. <laughs> and they need to go... I am happy yeah, to see the decline I'm... of bounties. They make me absolutely sick. 
Yeah, they make me upset. They they make me upset, actually. But do you know what? I know you just said chocolate and nuts don't go together, but I have to say, the one chocolate with nuts that I actually am all right with is Snickers. Oh, I knew you were going to... Don't! Caesar, don't! Caesar, don't! That is disgusting. It's there is good. no need for nuts in chocolates. I know. It's not a good experience. And let me let me let me explain. Let me let me explain to you. <laughs> when you put a chocolate in your mouth, do you know what it starts to melt? And it's like, mmm. And then let's just say it's a Mars. It melts and then oh, you go into the caramel. Oh, it's soft too. Oh. And then you finish it nicely. Yeah. How is it melting when you're eating a Snickers? And like, what what no 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 no. That's not what I signed up for. I know, I know. Do you know what? Like, I'm not going to take back my statement, but I will say I thoroughly understand and agree with what you're saying. I'm just saying I can bear with Snickers for some. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Well, would I prefer it without? Yes, but that's like what? That's like a Milky Way. Oh my gosh, Milky Way. Milky Way is the best possible chocolate there could be in, in life. <laughs> it does the job. It is the best possible chocolate ever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it really is. Oh, where are you going to be spending Christmas, by the way? Uh, I think I'm going to be back in LA. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm usually always here in London for Christmas, but my timing's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got some. So, does that mean that will you be with your family over? Have you got family over in LA? How are you going to do it? No, I've not got family in LA. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to be a little lone ranger. I think Timmy's going to New York. Yeah. Um,. I'm not. I'm not sure. We've not. We've not made plans or anything yet. But I do think I'm going to be back in LA for Christmas. Maybe. Would you ever do music? Uh, I feel like my family and friends want me to do music so bad. Like, Timmy would you do I'm it? Great... Uh, my mum says I have a great voice. Timmy says I have a great voice. Like anyone that hears me like sing a bit says I have a great voice. But I'm just like because it's not like my specialty. I'm mm. like. But I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll hop on a song. You should give it a go. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think you've got a good talking voice. You, you should either give singing or hosting a go. I am going to give hosting a go. I do want to host. Have you, have you had conversations? Have you spoken to them? Have you tried to reach out? Yeah, I've had conversations, but I'm going to leave it there. But wow. I would love to do that. I could see I you doing that. I really could. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. Sips tea. Sips. Girl, well, listen, I know what are you up to what are you up to for the rest of the, the week, weekend? Anything exciting? Well, do you know what? I really would have loved to go to a premiere happening tonight, the crown. Um so <laughs> I'm gonna sneak you in through the back door, don't worry. Let's drag you in. Don't you know who she is? I'm just gonna pop up and be like, guys, it's me. Literally, it's me, baby. It's me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you having a chilled one, relaxed, like chilling with family, spending time now. That must be really important for you though, because you know, you were all of that for all those months and now you can finally just like see your peoples and see the people who love you. Oh yeah, yeah, it's very much needed. I, like, I don't take it for granted at all. It actually takes like my family time and like my home time very, very seriously. Again, big mental health girl over here, so. It's important, it's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm not gonna have anything to give to you lot if I don't, if I don't do this. So yeah, I'm yeah. quite keen on family time, so yeah. 
Yeah, but look, I know I've made you get glammed up in your home. Now, I, bet, I bet she's wearing no trousers. You know when you do a Zoom call, yeah? Or like a FaceTime call, and they're just naked underneath, and I, oh, yeah, whatever. I'll just okay, do the top half. Really, I've got no <laughs> knickers on. I'm literally just top, no knickers. <laughs> I'm here for it. But look, I'm going to leave you, love you, and I know we're going to link up again soon. Sending kisses, tell Timmy I said hello. I love you so much. I love you too, darling. Take care. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, Zita. She is just such a fresh breath of air. But like I said, we actually really did become friends after that interview. And we got to hang out. And I've said to Zita, before she goes back to LA, we are going to go to a big red carpet together, get dressed up and just have so much fun again. But look, that is it from me for this week. I'm still going to be watching I'm a Celebrity, so I'll be posting loads of updates on my TikTok and everything. Uh, but in the meantime, have fun, take care, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.